Welcome to the Atem Podcast. My name is Dorota Buskela and this is the place to be to catch up on what you missed at the 2021 edition of the online 24 hours of Atem. So, for this 18th episode, we will cover secure and deliver your golden content with the cloud. Let's start the engines. So, hello everybody, for those who are joining us right now, a uh, very warm welcome to this uh, 24 hours of ATEM session called Secure and Deliver Your Golden Content with the Cloud. This session is co-presented with our partner Alibaba Cloud. My name is David Jarbolet, I'm based in Singapore and I will be acting as a moderator for this session. Uh, today we'll talk about video in the cloud and to discuss this uh, today with me three different speakers that I will introduce. So the first one is uh, Richard. Richard is a solution architect at Alibaba Cloud. He has more than 15 years experience in the broadcast industry and especially in the organization of the major uh, media and broadcast events like the Olympics. For example, he was deeply involved in the planning and operation of Beijing 2008 Olympics, the Guangzhou 2010 Asian Games, as well as the Nanjing 2014 New Olympic Games and the Tokyo 2020-21 Olympics. Uh, is also a key member of Beijing 2020 Digital Innovation Team. Richard, thank you for joining us today. Uh, second speaker is uh, David, David Bouchard. David is our cloud solution product owner at ATEM. He's in charge of the Kubernetes infrastructure and associated tools to run ATEM microservices applications on-premise and in the cloud. David has held several positions as product manager or product owner in multiple companies specialized in video and telecom. Thank you, David, for joining us today. Thank you. And last but not least, uh, our own Benjamin, Benjamin Chen, who is our senior technical account manager at uh, ATEM Impact. He's based in China. Uh, ben has been working in the TV and video industry for more than 16 years. Uh, before joining ATEM, he was previously uh, with Ericsson TV Media. He worked as a consultant, providing multiple solution proposals to major TV stations in China. He is nowadays a recognized expert in the TV broadcast industry. Thank you, Ben, for joining us today. Well, thanks, David. So let's not waste any time. A quick view on the agenda. David will start first and tell us how ATEM is cloud ready. Then Richard will take over and we focus on Alibaba Cloud solution, especially on how to secure and deliver the content with the cloud. And Ben will uh, finish the presentation and run through some use cases uh, of Atem solution deployed on Alibaba Cloud. We'll have a Q&A at the end. If you have any questions, feel free to use the Q&A button. That is, uh, should be just below. Uh, and we'll respond as many as we can at the end of the session. Let's start, David. I will end you the floor for the first part. Thank you. Okay. Okay, so maybe first of all, um, I will quickly uh, introduce uh, the three product lines we have at uh, ATEM. Um, so the, the first one is the Titan uh, product line uh, for for video processing. So here you, you will find all the products to um, uh, encode and transcode live content, uh, 
or file or VOD and to perform multiplexing, for instance. Uh, we have a second product line, which is NIA, uh, which is for the video delivery. So it uh, uh, contains all you need for a content delivery network, for cloud DVR, so recording in the, in the cloud, uh, dynamic ad insertion. And the, the third uh, product line is the pilot one, uh, which is the which contains all the products for for management, supervision, orchestration, and uh, analytics as well. Um, so all the products uh, developed by uh, by Atem uh, run in the cloud, uh, obviously, and they are uh, developed as a set of microservices. Uh, so this is true for. Uh, on-premises setups, where Atem applications run on a, on a Kubernetes cluster, uh, which can be deployed either by uh, our customers or uh, by Atem. But uh, Atem applications also run uh, on public cloud, such as Alibaba Cloud, uh, and they run on uh, managed Kubernetes. Uh, so uh, the Alibaba Container Service for Kubernetes, which is also called uh, ACK. So we run on... Uh, on on-premises with Kubernetes uh, and on Alibaba Cloud with ACK. So, uh, what are uh, the the benefits for our customers uh, regarding public cloud? So, the first one uh, is the the time to market uh, when running um, application on on public cloud. Uh, it's very uh, easy. Uh, to uh, to start new resources to instantiate uh, virtual machines, it takes only a few minutes uh, to, um, to 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 have new uh, virtual machines up and running. Uh, if you want to to set up a new um, a new cluster uh, on premises, uh, you will need to to get hardware to rack the the server, so it can take weeks, if not months. Uh, whereas with uh, public cloud, it can be very quick. Uh, and very uh, very efficient. Um, the second benefit uh, is the elasticity brought by public cloud. Uh, you don't need to to worry about the available resources. You just need to to know how many CPU uh, CPUs or memory uh, your processing will, uh, will will require, and for how long. And once um, once you're finished. Uh, you can switch off everything, and you are, you are only charged for what you've uh, you've consumed. Um, another benefit is the, the ease of use. It's really easy to manage resources on public clouds, and uh, and there is no need to take care of all the hardware, the maintenance of it, or its obsolescence. Uh, and the last uh, last benefit. Um, is uh, the optimization of the, the resources. If you want to have your own servers on-prem, uh, you need to carefully dimension your cluster and make sure it will be able to cope uh, with the with peaks of uh, activity. Uh, on the other hand, with a public cloud, if you need more resources, uh, then uh, you just have to add, uh, to add them and that's it. Uh, you don't need to, to scale um, to, um, to overscale your system uh, for a few peaks of activity, uh, a week or a month, uh, you, you just pop up uh, instances when needed. So those are uh, the, 
uh, I would say the generic benefits uh, brought by the public cloud. Um, now maybe a few words about uh, our customers because traditionally uh, in our industry, uh, our customers are more used to operate on-premises. So um, moving to public cloud for some of them is not um, so natural. Uh, and they, um, there are a few drivers uh, which trigger uh, uh, moving to public cloud. So the first, uh, the first use case uh, is the disaster recovery. Uh, disaster recovery sites are uh, rarely, rarely uh, used. Uh, they require a lot of resources, uh, sometimes uh, as much as the main uh, main sites. Uh, they cost a lot, a lot of time, a lot of uh, money. Um, so an option is to do the disaster recovery on public clouds. Whenever uh, an issue occurs, uh, the disaster recovery site is popped up. Uh, it can be done fairly quickly if, um, for instance, everything has been uh, automated with uh, Terraform. Uh, it can be very fast. And the main advantage is that everything can be dormant uh, or even switched off. Uh, and uh, as a result, uh, the, the bill is really low compared to a disaster recovery, recovery site running on-prem. Another trigger, trigger to go to public clouds uh, is um, the activity of loading. Uh, so instead of oversizing the resources on-prem in, in order to be able to cope with uh, peaks of activity, uh, it's possible to offload the extra activity on public clouds. Uh, so you, all the use cases cannot be done uh, easily, but a very good uh, example is the, the file transcoding one. Um, Let's say you have a new catalog to transcode or a new format to support, and you need to transcode a huge amount of assets very quickly, uh, and your on-prem um, uh, system is not able to cope with that uh, fast enough, then you can uh, offload all the extra uh, video assets to transcode to uh, Alibaba Cloud uh, and uh, process them uh, in, in the public cloud, and uh, and then um, you're able to, to do it uh, very quickly. Uh, so you, you only activate the uh, resources uh, on the public cloud when, uh, when needed. Um, the last um, trigger, uh, one, one, one other trigger we, we've seen uh, is um, a very, very interesting way to, to dimension an on-prem cluster. Uh, again, if you want to, um, to operate on-prem, but if you don't really know how to dimension your system, a good way to do it is to operate uh, in, in a public uh, cloud, in Alibaba Cloud, um, for a few weeks uh, or months uh, in order to estimate uh, the resources you will need to, um, for, for your on-prem cluster. By doing so, you really estimate exactly what you need, and you will still be able to um, to perform the day-to-day -day activities on-premises with your uh, the resources you've identified and offload uh, to um, uh, public cloud if needed. So the, by doing so, you you don't have any uh, uh, unused hardware uh, to uh, to maintain and uh, and uh, and deal with. So here, um, those were, uh, I, I would say, uh, so the triggers to go to 
public cloud now i would like maybe to to um to talk about two features which are not available on premises which are available on public clouds and uh, which we use a lot uh, with atem products so the first um the first feature is the um, auto scaling groups um so to to illustrate uh, how it works and uh, what it brings uh, to atem products i will take the example of uh, atem live encoder titan live uh and we use two separate auto scaling groups for uh, titan live one auto scaling group so this is a set of virtual machines which are uh, permanent virtual machines because on those virtual machines um permanent uh, pods or permanent uh, pieces of software uh, are running 24 by 7 so we know they're going to, to run 24 by 7 so there is no need to switch them off for instance the user interface the database the api all those um, pieces of the software must run all the time so they will be running in a specific auto scaling group uh, and we have another auto scaling group which is used to run the video processing pods and depending on the number of uh, videos or services you want to process um, the number of resources will uh, vary so let's have a look uh, at uh, what we have uh, on the screen here four services are being processed uh, so this is an example the number of cpus and resources are, are, are not the reality but it, just to explain the, the principle of it so uh, if you grow if you increase the number of services you want to process um, the auto scaling group is going to detect that there is cpu pressure uh, on the on the running instances and it will automatically add a new instance so let's say you are using only one virtual machine to process your four channels you add two channels and then uh, the auto scaling group detects that you need additional uh, resources to to continue uh, then going this way you will be able to add uh, any number of services uh, dynamically and the auto scaling group will take care of um, provisioning the resources for you so you don't have to do it yourself this is automatic you only pay for the resources you're going to use if you still keep growing the uh, number of channels the number of instances being used will grow as well and the, the same uh, same for the, the the reverse if you reduce the number of channels uh, it will detect that less resources are needed and it will um, reduce them so it is a, a feature which is available only on a public cloud and it's really efficient for this kind of use case another use case is um, or an another feature uh, available only on public clouds uh, are the preemptible instances so um, uh, richard will uh, will talk a bit about about them uh, but just to explain very quickly, pre preemptible instances are uh, unused capacity and they are uh, discounted. So they are much cheaper than on-demand ones. And by using those uh, preemptible instances, let's say we want to transcode uh, a standard one-hour UHD file with a, with a, a standard uh, instance, so on-demand instance, which costs, uh, depending on the region, let's say $2, $2 per hour. Um, it will take one hour to transcode the file. Uh, and it will cost two dollars if uh, you use uh, the feature we have in our file transcoder to split the file into multiple pieces and transcode it in parallel uh, you can reduce the time so you 
let's say you, you split it into five pieces, so you will divide the time to transcode the file by, by five, so 12 minutes instead of one hour, but it will still be the same cost because you will have 12 minutes multiplied by five, so that's the same cost. If you go with preemptible instances, here you can save a lot of money because the preemptible instances are much cheaper, uh, 50 cents per hour instead of $2. So by combining the distributed transcoding and the preemptible instances, you can reduce the time to transcode a UHD file and you can reduce the cost. So here, this is only for one file, but if you uh, multiply it by the number of UHD files you have to process every year, um, it can represent a, a real a big amount of, uh, of money. Um, last uh, part of the presentation. So uh, now I'm going to talk about what is work in progress at ATEM. Uh, and we are working uh, and we are having a close look at uh, machine learning uh, for two use cases. So the first one is how we can improve the troubleshooting efficiency with uh, machine learning. So basically what we do, we collect all the logs and metrics uh, from our system. Uh, they are centralized, stored and processed uh, by uh, machine learning to detect abnormal patterns. So if there is uh, something that's uh, different from uh, from a daily uh, patterns, uh, we are um, we we are uh, notified. Uh, uh, there is an incident report, uh, and it lets us know uh, react proactively, um, identify the root cause, so perform RCA root cause analysis, and uh, reduce the the mean time to repair. The last um, last thing we are doing with uh, AI and uh, machine learning is um, the automatic configuration of our system and uh, optimization of the, the costs. So we have a set of configurations. So we, we've tried a, a lot of configuration, the type of instance to use, the number of uh, CPUs, the memory. Uh, we um, analyze the metrics, uh, so the time, it, the time it takes to transcode a file, for instance, the visual quality you get out of it, the cost, uh, and we take into account, of course, the, the pricing of the instances. And using a feedback loop uh, and uh, analysis on our side uh, of the most um, uh, appropriate uh, configuration, we are able to, uh, to detect uh, the, the best configuration and to use them to improve the, the cost and the efficiency. And again, uh, this is looped back to our system to uh, deep, deeply analyze, uh, deeper analyze the, the configurations and keep, keep improving. So this is uh, all on my side. So I will leave the floor to, to you, Richard. Yep. Thank you, David. Thank you. Uh, David, let me share and give the mic to Richard. Richard, it's all yours. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, sorry, uh, I think I turn on the, the, the video. David? Yeah, it's okay. We can see yeah. you. And we can see oh, okay, well. great. Sorry, I, I didn't have the uh, I mean, to uh, the rights to configure the my Zoom uh, background. So I'm even uh, thinking maybe I can <laughs> utilize our live graphic to maybe add our Atem or partners logo uh, on, on top of that. <laughs> yeah. Thank. Yeah. Okay. Uh, hello, everybody. This is Richard from uh, Alibaba Cloud. It's very. Uh, it's my pleasure. Very happy to be here to join our Atem the 24-hour the uh, session. 
And uh, today I will try to share some of our uh, joint solution in the media uh, industry. And before that, I think maybe I've tried to uh, give us, uh, give everybody some like a brief uh, background about the Alibaba cloud. Uh, I think most of maybe uh, our, our attendees know that Alibaba was uh, uh, e-commerce, it's well known for the e-commerce industry, such as in our global market, we have our uh, AliExpress, Alibaba.com, and in China, uh, Southeast region, Southeast Asia region, we have our Lazada, Timo, and Taobao. And Alibaba Cloud actually so so far is a very uh, strong business unit inside the Alibaba Group. Well, what we call so is the Alibaba Group, the digital economy, as we include many the different uh, uh, the leading uh, business unit in different uh, industries, such as in our uh, e-commerce as well the digital media entertainment, uh, such as in the uh, media industry we have our Youku the video platform our Alibaba picture for filming, uh, shooting, and Damai for our digital ticketing, and even some like Fliki for the tourist services, and even Lulama uh, for the uh, catering and takeaway services. All of this uh, business actually is deployed on Alibaba Cloud. So, so far the Alibaba Cloud is uh, the bottom for all of these uh, uh, digital services. So that's why we have a very good, uh, I mean, the practice experience to support all the different industry. So uh, we deliver our cloud technology, digital technology, data technology to support all of our uh, partner or users to operate their business, to do their marketing, branding uh, operation. Yeah. Uh, so, oh, sorry. When we review the like uh, the the timeline of the Alibaba Cloud, we was uh, established in two thousand nine, and uh, so far we almost have a ten years uh, uh, history, and uh, we are fortunately to be the Olympic top partner in two thousand seventeen, and now we deliver uh, the I think the comprehensive the cloud products uh, that to support like media uh, and other the industry. In the past uh, ten years, actually we. Alibaba Cloud from unknown to so far is a one of the leading cloud service provider in the market. And uh, we have a, a lot of our native the products in the cloud from the like computing to database, even some of the big data or AI to support the different business scenario, especially I think media is one of the very important uh, industry we are now uh, working in and the work with our partner. In the future, actually, we conclude four key points, keywords for the digitalization, how Alibaba Cloud will, uh, will, will provide and work with partner to support our uh, customers. The first one is cloud-based. So we, what's our plan is that we will, uh, based on the cloud technology to deliver a reliable and easy to ready to use uh, services, just like what the David just presented. So I'm very happy to see uh, our partner Aten already have some uh, ready to use the cloud-based uh, services so we can ready to deliver to all of our uh, customers to, to share, to utilize the, the technology and the joint solution. Uh, the second, uh, second word is about the digitalization. So based on our capability in the past, uh, in, the, in the history, 
so we can provide very good practice and solution based on our big data and AI capability. And that will enable uh, our data-driven business decision for our customers. The third uh, keyword is uh, the uh, IoT, actually is uh, uh, a kind of integration of cloud uh, edge and uh, the physical devices. So we can provide an end-to-end -end the ecosystem for our customer to deliver their services. The last one is about is is mobile. So what we try to emphasize is about is a kind of the collaboration based on our mobile technology. So our user, especially in such a maybe the pandemic or the challenge, so we can still uh, collaborate uh, either anywhere or any any time. So this diagram actually we provide a background about the infrastructure for the Alibaba Cloud. Uh, in the global market, we have uh, so far, uh, by now we have uh, 23 uh, regions. And uh, inside the regions, we totally have uh, 69 availability zones. So for each availability zone, that means uh, uh, stand along the data center infrastructure with uh, independent uh, network and power supply. So that's ensure we can cover most of these the key uh, or, or, or gen uh, geography, uh, generate, uh, generate, uh, or all over our global market, and especially in the Asia Pacific, I think we have very good coverage. So, if our customers need to deploy their services in some of the regions, I think we can support. And besides the, the data infrastructure, we have a, a more than 2,800 CDN. Uh, and uh, actually work with our other the CDN partner, I think we can provide very good coverage for the content acceleration in the global market for the media delivery and the distribution. And all these key uh, data centers, uh, the network is uh, fully meshed, so ensure the very low latency and high performance. And this diagram, we try to give a brief uh, background about our product. Uh, in Alibaba Cloud, so we provide the comprehensive product from the infrastructure level to the business level. The infrastructure level, we have uh, uh, all the key, the products that will be requested by our uh, partner, by our customer to, to develop or deploy their uh, ICT environment. So that's include computing network, storage, uh, even some hybrid or private cloud uh, environment. So uh, we will provide more detail in the following pages. And for the platform that's based on our, for the past uh, platform, that's based on our big data and AI uh, capability. So, and as well, we have our native the database, high performance database uh, services. And uh, on top of that, especially for the services part, so we work with uh, our leading partner like Atom, in the media industry, we deliver our media solution, some vertical professional solution for our uh, customers. Yeah. So in, in this uh, diagram, so we show how the Alibaba Cloud, so we deliver the comprehensive the products from the infrastructure level, like what we talk about the, uh, the computing to host our like transcoding services, so other uh, encoding, uh, decoding the like uh, applications such as the ECS is the typical uh, or native the computing services. We call it uh, the, the full name is the Elastic Computing Services. And 
that's for, I think, most of the general scenario or requirements. And the EHPC, the Elastic High Performance Computing, is for some complex computing, such as uh, for some uh, medical use or some gene uh, analysis. And for some user who need to fully uh, utilize the, the computing uh, resources, so we have a bare metal instance. And benefit from our auto-scaling, as most of the services, so we can uh, provide a very good the scaling elastic capability, especially for some burst requirements for our on-premise production, uh, maybe post-production rendering. So we, we can utilize the auto-scaling uh, capabilities. And the, the Kubernetes, uh, Kubernetes uh, container services, we already be certified. So we deliver our ACK services to host the uh, container enabled the applications. And the networking, uh, we provide based on our backbone network. So we provide a very uh, low latency, high performance networking services, such as our cloud enterprise network, we call CEN, to bridge the different uh, regions. And as well, some like uh, uh, our load balance. So that will uh, provide a very good uh, high redundant, high availability, uh, availability uh, capabilities. And the storage, I think that's a very popular in our media solution. So we have our object, object storage service OSS and other uh, category like block or file system or even the high performance uh, storage uh, services. And on top of that is our uh, data platform. So for different categories, the uh, database, big data, and even AI, I think it's all popular in our media solutions. And uh, as well, we have some of our native like middleware and uh, uh, management platform that will support our partner and our customer to organize their own application, such as uh, in the David presentation. So we can provide some AI or machine learning uh, capability for them to organize the like troubleshooting platform or even some incident identification or tracking uh, services. And the security, actually we very uh, emphasize on that. So we have a full uh, comprehensive from top down, we have from the application level to infrastructure level, we have a full uh, security services and capability. And we, we, we pick up two typical one. One is the ACK, is our cloud uh, container services for uh, Kubernetes. That is uh, the, actually in some like industry report, that's the leading uh, public cloud container services. And I think in our attempt uh, solution, so we are now utilizing uh, ACK services to develop our public cloud-based uh, encoding uh, services. And Another uh, typical services or native uh, uh, product is the PolyDB. That's our uh, self-developed uh, native database that provides very good elastic for, I think, uh, this uh, kind of the OLTP, online transaction uh, processing database. So that's for our metadata or some media uh, management uh, requirements. Yeah, provide a very high uh, performance and a good uh, scaling capability and 100% uh, compatible with uh, MySQL and PostgreSQL. As well, our 
uh, big data and AI, I think that's one of our leading capability. And uh, I think that's benefit from Alibaba's practice because uh, every day, so we have uh, almost a, a very, very huge uh, data to be uh, synchronized in our e-commerce uh, uh, e e-commerce scenario. So that's benefit how we uh, provide us very good solution and practice how we process uh, the huge uh, data and uh, to uh, develop some the, like AI-based uh, algorithm for our media such as uh, the object identification. Uh, in the, maybe in the later slides, I will provide more detail about the, our AI tagging in the media solutions. As well, the security compliance is uh, quite important. So I think I will pick up some of the typical one in our uh, media industry, such as uh, the, the TPN, the Trusted Partner Network, is uh, one of our certification. That's for our uh, media industry, for the media contents delivery, and that's in ensure so Alibaba Cloud have the very uh, high uh, security the capability to manage and deliver our uh, customers' media contents and as well some media assets. As well, I think in Europe, uh, we already uh, got a certification of the DPP as that's uh, uh, another media certification as well. And uh, for privacy, we already be GDPR ready uh, as well some the ISO and the international uh, regulation, we already got the certification. And when we talk about our, on the, uh, the workflow of the media content in Alibaba Cloud, uh, we provide a full uh, a service uh, scenario from the media ingestion, archive, processing, analysis, and as well some data-driven services based on our AI capability. So uh, in each part, so we'll have a typical uh, cloud-based uh, products and uh, uh, our partner like Antem, they can utilize this uh, basic, the unit product to organize their uh, own the, 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 the solution on the cloud, such as our ECS uh, database or even storage to ensure a very high performance, low latency uh, solution to be delivered for our media customers. And this diagram show a typical uh, structure, how we work with our partner attempt to uh, develop and deploy a high availability structure uh, media uh, workflow on Alibaba Cloud. And such as in this, in, in this structure, we will utilize two availability zones of Alibaba Cloud region. And for, for the, I mean, on-premise, so we can utilize the item, the encoder services to uh, deliver the stream through our CDN services to the uh, the live streaming, the ingest uh, cluster. And after that, so we can utilize some of our uh, production uh, services such like, uh, uh, such as uh, cloud switch or even some live graphic for the, uh, for the live production. And as well, we can deploy our transcoding services. So Antem, they have the uh, ready to, to deploy the services on the cloud. So we can transcode the, the video stream to different the, the format and as well. So after that, so it's ready for packaging, for deliver, for even you can deliver your video on demand platform. And uh, 
uh, we can embed it over AI or big data analysis to do some like object uh, recognition or identification. And all of this meta can be utilized, metadata can be utilized for further the uh, analysis or fence analysis. And it's ready for uh, OTT delivery. And benefit from the AZ is a high availability. So this structure can ensure the uh, broadcasting workflow will be uh, with a very good, stable and high availability to any disaster. And besides this uh, basic the delivery or, 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 or transfer, so how we can add some more value for our uh, media users. So here I try to pick up some typical the SaaS services. And this is some native services delivered by Alibaba, but I think we can work with our partner to, to deploy more uh, professional services. So this one is a kind of the like a lightweight, the cloud life switch. So after we ingest from our attempts uh, uh, encoder, so the stream will be here. So you just open a web browser and so you can choose and switch to, uh, for the, between the, the sources to deliver a live program. <clears throat> and this one is a cloud-based uh, the MAM system. So that's for the our editor or for our like production team. So you can stay uh, at home or in uh, a remote office to access this uh, cloud-based uh, the material uh, management platform to do some uh, quick editing or basic management and even to do some like transcoding services. And this is one of our AI tagging the portal. So, so far, uh, benefit from our AI capability. So we can do some like, a, a, for example, this is a sports uh, clip. So we can identify uh, the different category of the uh, event or action, such as so far we can recognize the, the player, the object, some the action, location, and even some OCR. It's a multi-factor uh, recognition. So we analysis like the, the voice, the, the picture, as well as some like OCR graphic. So it's uh, uh, almost ready, ready to use. And besides this, so we provide our storage for our media archive and uh, uh, for different uh, utilization. So you can choose the, the proper uh, cloud uh, storage services from like a block storage files, files, uh, storage to object storage is for to, to satisfy the different requirements for live or post-production for editing. And for the delivery, so if we try to um, develop a, a joint solution, so Alibaba side, so we, we can pro provide two uh, typical products one of them is what we call the CEN. So we talk about this in the previous slides. CEN is, a, is a, you can think it's utilized Alibaba Backbone to organize a bridge between the two Alibaba Cloud data center. So that will be utilized for our like uh, delivery uh, services to ensure a very low latency between two Alibaba uh, data center. Such as in this diagram, we, uh, we try to provide an example about how we bridge the Beijing and uh, Sydney 
uh, region. And another one is for like our individual uh, media user. So it's, uh, we call the GA, the Global Accelerator. So the reporter or maybe the editor, so they can remotely access to the application deployed in Alibaba Cloud. And uh, uh, traditionally, they will utilize the public uh, internet, but in Alibaba Cloud, the GA, provide, uh, GA services will provide him end-to-end -end the acceleration. So that's will ensure the uh, very low latency and the high uh, stable the services for the connection and uh, for the collaboration. And besides this, uh, so far in uh, pandemic uh, scenarios, we provide two remote uh, innovation services. One of them is for our media users, such as in uh, so far the major events scenario, we do some like AI-based simulation platform as well. So it's based on the venue uh, modeling. So we simulate the different like broadcasting or production requirements, deploy the camera virtual position uh, to simulate the, the camera's uh, specification to ensure our media user, they can do uh, the production plan uh, remotely and online. So they ensure to save the cost and eliminate the risk. And this one is a, a hybrid uh, scenario. So we uh, integrate our venues uh, on-premise side with the cloud-based, the high-performance computing cluster. That's for the very complex and high workload, the uh, processing for the post-production. So basically that will be, uh, will be utilized to support like uh, some highlight uh, generation or maybe even some field level, the post-production. Okay, I think that's almost uh, all of my slides and uh, uh, I will give the control to David. I think finally, so let me try to uh, conclude. So hope uh, I think Adam with Alibaba Cloud so we can jointly uh, make some more the uh, innovation solution for our media users in, in the future. Thank you. Thank you very much, Richard, for this presentation. Um, perfectly on time, it's excellent. So I will uh, pass over to Ben. Ben, the floor is yours. Thanks, David. And uh, uh, okay, let me try. Okay, since it's working now. Uh, thanks for the great presentation from Richard, our honorable guest from Alibaba, and also my colleague, David, who is uh, one of our most professional cloud experts in the team. Um, and I'm so happy to uh, extend this topic a bit further to the applications and the user cases that we have deployed on the cloud, especially on Alibaba Cloud. As uh, showing on this presentation, this is our media gateway application as uh, really, as actually it's a content relay on the cloud. Uh, in this case, the content producer can use the serverless application of Titan Edge gateway on Alibaba Cloud uh, to relay the content from the place um, to another place, even from one continent to another continent. And at the same while, this can also serve to deliver content from one point to multiple point, or to, uh, for example, we can relay the content from Europe to Asia or from America to Australia. So it can be anywhere to anywhere. And in this case, the media gateway on the cloud can also be a distribution center and to receive the content uh, from the producer and then distribute uh, to multiple points to the affiliates. 
And also thanks to the uh, content protection feature, uh, content protection feature on uh, Titan Edge, uh, we can enforce the encryption and DRM on the uh, content. Um, that these content will be uh, distributed over the internet. Um, so the uh, content protection technology that we currently supported, including the uh, traditional BIS, BIS one uh, e and then BCA, and as well as the popular DRM technologies. Uh, also our Titan Edge, uh, with the Titan Edge, we, the content distributors can also add watermarking to the content so as to chase the content uh, and to protect it from leaking or pirating. Um, so here we are not only uh, putting the Titan Edge in the Alibaba cloud, but we also have a, the a new generation of AMS to monitor and to manage the applications of the uh, Titan Edge and Titan Live, as well as other application applications. Um, uh, you may wonder why we need a Titan Live here. Uh, Titan Live here in this use case is actually to deliver the content in OTT formats. So that's uh, actually this is for some small video service providers who they don't have their video headend. Uh, here, Titan Live will process the content and uh, with the with some uh, process pre-processings, for example, add logos, uh, transcode the content into multiple bitrates and encapsulate them uh, into Dash or, or, or HRS or RTMP. Then Titan Live will deliver this content to the origin or to the uh, origin of Alibaba or AWS CloudFront and then to, the CDS, to their CDN. And in our case, we are uh, just representing uh, SRT or Zixie and RTMP for the remote monitoring for the work for the officers who work at home. And, uh, at, and the advantage of this solution is that the Titan Edge and Titan Live instance are really uh, created on demand. It will not consume you $1 or even one cent before the instance created. And once there is a service, we can create instance on Alibaba Cloud and then free up the resource when the event ends. So uh, the same for the distribution. So there is less capex for distributing the content. And this is a real pay-as-you-grow way. Okay, the next one, and this is the second use case uh, I would like to share, uh, because this is actually a very typical use case for file, uh, or maybe we say VOD transcoding on cloud. So in the old days, the VOD transcoding is always a headache for operators, because the resource plan for it is really hard. Normally, the video transcoding capability is enough. But when there is a big event, uh, uh, for example, the Olympic Games or maybe some uh, unexpected big event, there will be suddenly a lot of content comes from the content provider. Also, uh, most of these content will have to be transcoded in a short time so as to catch the timetable of the event. So the uh, VOD transcoding capacity will increase by two to three times or even more in this case. But the problem is after the event, the uh, transcoding capacity will drop to the normal level and there will be a lot of VOD transcoding capacity remain unused if we are using on-prem. So in this case, we are proposing to move the temporary video transcoding capacity to the cloud to offload the pressure from the on-prem. And when there is a big event, the content from the content provider 
uh, will be uploaded to the cloud resources, uh, cloud storage, for example, like the Alibaba OSS or the Amazon S3, or maybe some uh, very general protocol like Sambar or FTP. Um, then these content will be uh, uh, handled by the Titan File microservice on the cloud. And in here, the uh, important factor uh, is that Titan File microservice on Alibaba Cloud is using the serverless deployment. This, we, this means we don't need to be uh, uh, deployed static and to purchase or allocate the ECS instances on the uh, cloud beforehand. Uh, the serverless architecture of the Alibaba Cloud will help create instance automatically when there is a request uh, for the transcoding. Uh, and uh, it also has some uh, proper threshold control. So this indeed means a lot of VOD transcodings, uh, uh, a lot good for the uh, for our video transcoding. I believe in uh, David's slides, we already explained a lot about the benefits for this, uh, this kind of architect. And in our case, uh, you can see, we actually deploy a local uh, registry, for, registry for the Docker in Alibaba Cloud to facilitate the image uh, download process because the uh, our global software hub is in Europe somewhere far. So it might take some time to download the image from Europe to Asia. So we, we pre-downloaded images in the local registry. And then in this case, the uh, Titan File microservice uh, serverless cluster can download images in, in several seconds and start transcoding from scratch in less than 10 seconds. And also we have exposed our services to the operator via HTTPS. So the user and oper operators can use the uh, secure channel to monitor and operate on Titan, Titan File microservice uh, cluster. And to summarize, uh, with our Titan File microservice solution, we can transcode uh, 4K or even 8K content in a short time, uh, much faster than real time and also less uh, OPEX and less maintenance required. So uh, this is really a plug and play and cost effective uh, solution. Okay, I'll go to the next one. Um, this is really a use case that we are actually uh, building. Uh, this means this is still in progress, but the, the, the picture here shows what it will be in the future. So the user case is for play out in the cloud for originating the channels over the cloud. In this case, uh, the national center, will, uh, the uh, master control, will send the content to the cloud playout system via SRT, Zixi, or RIST protocols so that the uh, channel transmission can overcome the packet loss on the internet. And then the uh, uh, playout on the cloud will be able to receive the content and, uh, and create the pop-up channels, managing or preparing the media assets and also we are able to edit the playlist on the playout system in the cloud. Uh, this cloud actually can be also acting as a disaster recovery center. Um, when there is any issue in the main center or the other sites, the, this cloud playout system can, uh, can be used uh, as the backup and uh, the resource consumption, consumption on this cloud is actually on demand. And uh, uh, if we combine this with Titan Life, the operators can also monitor and the output channels at home or at office. So uh, again, to summarize, the channel in cloud solution with Titan Playout uh, actually inherits the DNA from Titan family. 
So it has the same stability and the same premier video quality. Also, it has been built with microservices at the beginning. So it's a, it's a future proof. Um, and the most important with the flexible and the function rich Titan Play, our operators can really reduce the time to market of their, of their services and which, which will have much lower cost. Okay, then the next one. Uh, actually, I have a similar slide in this morning for the 5G next generation TV section. And uh, actually, this is a real user case we've done on Alibaba Cloud. And, uh, but it's not, um, it may not be called as a use case because it's more like a demo. So, uh, but be, we believe it will be a user case in the future. This demo is to showcase that the uh, together with 5G and cloud, especially the cloud uh, edge computing, uh, then it will be the option for deliver immersive uh, low latency services to the OTT subscribers. And with the support from Qualcomm, Apple, and uh, from Hover, Alibaba. So we are we have built a, uh, the immersive low latency OTT service delivery over 5G. You can see from the left, we are encoding the content and packaging them into required format. Uh, and then the content will be sent to the origin and the CDN on Alibaba Cloud, and then deliver via the 5G network uh, to the uh, iOS and Android devices. So here, um, for the delivery over 5G, uh, we are using the CMF, so it doesn't mean... Um, and uh, in this test, actually, we are not only offering the uh, low latency services, because we are also talk about immersive. So we're, we are also bringing the immersive experience, for example, including the uh, next generation audio and the HDR service, HDR uh, experience. So this the idea is to uh, to let the OTT service providers have the same latency uh, as the uh, broadcast providers. Okay, then uh, the last one. Uh, actually, this is the same as uh, as I showed this morning. So the previous slide is more focusing on 5G uplink and downlink. But here we are focusing more on the cloud infrastructure. Uh, with the support of 5G and the uh, better uh, fixed broadband, we are now able to get much closer to the cloud. And also thanks to the internet uh, contribution protocols like SRT or Zixie, we are able to um, transmit the content over the internet to the uh, to cloud edge or to the cloud the core for processing. Um, so this means we are able to deploy Titan Edge on the edge site or even at MEC, the uh, mobile edge uh, computing site. then we can contribute the content to the uh, virtual video head-end on the cloud. And there we have our playout system uh, and the live and VOD transcoding system, and also our media asset system origin and CDN, which is all deployed on uh, Alibaba Cloud and all in microservices. So uh, I think we are uh, a bit close to the end. So uh, to Actually, to, uh, I just wanted to recap to here uh, to emphasize one thing, which is not really on this slide, is uh, I think our uh, expert David also mentioned uh, at time. Actually, we have a big ambitions on AI, machine learning, and cloud. So we can think about using the AI power on Alibaba Cloud 
to improve our service delivery, to improve the video quality, and also the resource usage on cloud by using the prediction and, uh, and other technology te techniques. Um, so for example, like the resource usage optimization means uh, the AI can help us optimize the uh, cloud, cloud res uh, CPU resource usage to achieve the desired video quality, but at the same time, optimize the uh, resource usage. So that will be the uh, promising future. So let's looking forward to that. Uh, so this is actually for all for today. Thanks for your listening. Uh, I'll give back the control to David. Thank you, Ben. Thanks a lot. Um, really quick, uh, maybe uh, two questions before we, uh, we end over for the next session. The first one will be for you, David. Uh, you mentioned the use of preemptible instances. Um, did you uh, have to adapt uh, the software to use them? Not sure, David, you're maybe on mute. Sorry, I was on mute. Okay. Uh, I was just saying, sorry about that. Uh, I was just saying that no, the, the software does not need to be modified because uh, the uh, Atom applications are, are cloud native, uh, microservice based. So uh, uh, they are already um, uh, taking care of uh, of this this part, uh, but uh, uh, however, we had to to modify the the way um, the applications are deployed on public cloud. So, uh, uh, for instance, um, I mentioned the use of um, auto scaling groups uh, for the for the the applications. Uh, so we had to modify a bit uh, how the applications are deployed to make sure that. Uh, the container or the containers or the pods run in the right uh, auto scaling groups uh, with the right type of um, instances. So, for instance, uh, remember uh, I was saying that uh, uh, permanent pods run on the dedicated auto scaling group and the dynamic uh, uh, video processing runs on uh, another uh, auto scaling group. So we had to make sure that uh, those uh, pods uh, run in the right uh, in the right place. But the the uh, the software itself uh, doesn't change. Doesn't change. Yes. Yeah. I, um, I can add add one more point for that. Uh, following David's uh, comments, this is Richard. So, or like uh, auto scaling and uh, like uh, our cloud monitoring, so we can provide some uh, data and the interface. I think for our application, yeah, to ensure the I mean for even preemptible or normal the instance we can fully utilize. Yeah. Nice. Thank you, Richard. That uh, that will conclude for today. We are already reaching time. Uh, it's going quick. Thank you very much, Richard, David, Ben, uh, for your time and explanation and presentation today. Now, we are at the end of the 18th podcast. If you want to find out more, you can go to the atem.com website or follow us on LinkedIn. Next time, we will cover secure content with foreign sync watermarking. Don't miss out!